Hi, I'm Edie, a single mom who loves to garden and make chocolate zucchini cake with buttercream frosting. I also enjoy talking to my success partner, Leah. That's me, a mid-century mama turned podcaster and emerging celebrity. (laughs) (laughs) I hear Ellen may need a replacement. Hashtag more Oprah than Ellen. Oh, uh, Mm. yeah. Well, we're we're the the two chit-chat chicks. Welcome to episode five, Keeping in Touch. Like always, we'll be sharing chit-chat tips and tricks. About keeping in touch with our people. We will gather around the campfire for chatting. About letter writing. And of course, we'll have our chit-chat challenge of the week. A challenge so big... We already started. Mm -hmm. In our chit-chat tips and tricks segment, we share things that make our lives just a little bit happier or better. This week, we're going to share some of our favorite writing tips, since the focus of our episode will be keeping in touch. Now, Edie, you're the consummate correspondent with much experience in the area of keeping in touch via snail mail. So what do you recommend? I am going to recommend Pilot's Friction Erasable Pens. Friction, spelt how? F-R-I-X-I-O-N. Okay, tell us more. I learned about these pens a few years ago from a student. I only use these pens when I write letters and cards because they are both colorful and erasable. And they cleanly erase. Really? I used to have to cover my mistakes with stickers, but not anymore. These pens are also a go-to gift for me. I usually buy them at Target, but you can also order them on Amazon, and it might possibly be a little bit cheaper. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to receiving some of those (laughs) as a gift. Yay! (laughs) Well, speaking of covering things up with stickers, I'm going to call my tip Hashtag, I'm into hashtags today. I see that. (laughs) Hashtag, put a sticker on it. Surprisingly, having been a teacher for more than 30 years, you'd think I'd have been a fan of stickers a long time ago. But not so. It's only been in the last few months, since hanging out with Edie in her art studio and being her success partner, that I have become the biggest fan of stickers. I put them on everything! (laughs) Including, and this is a teaser, our Jack Canfield Principles of Success workbook. I think especially your Principles of Success workbook. It's covered! <laughs> it's covered. We'll, we'll put that on the coop, a picture of that. But who knew? There were so many fun stickers and adult ones, too. Margaritas, <laughs> all manner of things. Anyway, I just want to slap them on everything. But... As you will learn in this episode, I am newly devoted to writing letters, so having a huge assortment of stickers to put on envelopes and inside cards, carefully curated, of course, is my new favorite pastime. My love of stickers started when I saw Hello Kitty stickers at a stationery store in Madison in the 80s. And I never looked back. (laughs) It sounds like you're getting back in touch with your 10-year-old self, Leah. I sure am, thanks to you. Do I hear a campfire? Do I hear a campfire tune? It only takes a spark to get a fire going. And soon 
up to its glowing. It's time for Campfire Chat! Have you ever gotten warm and fuzzy feelings about an email? Probably not. Most of my emails are from FabFitFun urging me to become a subscriber again. What about you, Leia? Any super cool emails in your inbox? Hmm. Well, sometimes my husband sends me sexy emails. <laughs> well, okay, very seldom, if ever. Maybe I even dreamt that. I'm not sure. Just oh, Mostly work-related stuff. That said, before my mother passed, she would write me these delightful, newsy emails almost every day, and I'm so glad I never erase any emails that I've received because I have those to look back on and treasure. What about a text? Most of my texts are from my son asking where I hid the tortilla chips, or from my kids' schools asking me to read their 10,000th email. Mm -hmm. Any texts that you treasure? None that I can think of. Uh, some sweet ones from my sweetheart and uh, some, yeah, some nice little compliments here and there, but mostly go buy chocolate or pick up bread, stuff like that. Letter writing is becoming a lost art, and I think we need to revive it right now. Right now. I have always loved writing letters. I always send postcards when I go on vacation. Really? Yes. Wow. And I used to have several pen pals, including British pen pal Joseph, who is in a pop group. No way. My friend Jenny was pen pals with Joseph's friend, or possibly his bloke, Darren. <laughs> Chap. <laughs> Jenny and I had so much fun comparing notes on our British pen pals. I bet you did. I love a letter because you can hold it in your hands, you can study the handwriting, you can spray it with perfume, you can fill it with confetti, you can seal it with wax, and you can stuff the envelope with sticks of gum. What? Mm-hmm. Wow. I never did any of that. It's brilliant. Oh, actually, that's not true. I did seal letters with candle wax, and oh, I always used fountain pens. Mm. Being left-handed, I completely inked up my hands, and I could never get them clean, but there you go. Over the years, I have thrown away some letters, but I didn't throw away the letters, cards, and notes my ex-husband sent me over our marriage. It helps me to remember that there were good times, too. Yeah, that feels important. It's easy to remember what wasn't good in past relationships, but sometimes it's affirming to revisit what was good. I mean, there are pretty substantial chunks of life that we spent with people who we may no longer be close to, right? That doesn't mean those memories should be extinguished. And letters have a way of keeping that for us, right? Holding it. Yes, I have stacks and stacks of letters from people who I never even communicate with, but... They were still very important at that point in my life. Exactly, yeah. But, I mean, listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Letter writing is a creative outlet that can bring joy to others. I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. You can write in different colors. You can adorn the card and envelope with stickers. Yeah. You can say what you are really feeling. Now, Leia, living overseas, I know you haven't exactly embraced letter writing because um, I have never received a letter from you. <laughs> I don't even know what your handwriting looks like. Oops, guilty. 
I haven't always been guilty though. When I was a student in Germany, my first year out of high school, I must have spent at least an hour every day writing to my boyfriend on that really thin airmail paper, both sides just cramming in information and adoration. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> it sounds sweet. Oh, well, I'm sure all those letters are burned by now, but they would be fun and embarrassing to look back on. And you're right, I don't write letters anymore, not even Christmas cards. I did have a goal to write appreciative notes to my wonderful colleagues and friends at work and was pretty successful at doing that a few times a week, well, until the pandemic hit. Oh, and my sister gave me this tip a few years ago to look for thank you cards in thrift stores like Savers, where things always come in those clear packaged bags, so you can find some cool vintage ones there. But of course, now that I have Edie's cards, I don't need to use those ones anymore. I just bought the possum set. <laughs> the <laughs> <Yeah>. kitty cards. <laughs> Prairie Girl Greetings is soon to have a doggy line of cards. Ooh. All you dog people have asked and I have listened. And you're working on a line of birthday cards too, right? I am. But enough self-promotion. <laughs> Why don't we share some letters that we have received in the past? Here I am, baby, signed, sealed, delivered, I'm yours. For those of you wondering, that's Stevie Wonder. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Well, here's something. My mom... <laughs> Clink. <laughs> Sorry, that was my large ring. <laughs> Edie wears big rings. And now she's drinking. <laughs> But not alcohol, water, I'm, mineral I'm so water. So thirsty, so oh, thirsty. So thirsty. Okay. Sorry, Leah, share away. Okay. Well, here's something my mom wrote about six years ago, and it's partly her immigration story. She writes, Today, 11th of November, 1951, we landed in New York from Prussia. Our new home was Canton, Ohio. We were met by the wonderful Esther and Harry Linder and started a new life with new culture and language. The old Mennonite church in Louisville paid for the whole trip and made us feel so welcome. My mother must have been overwhelmed with us getting part of a house just for us. No more chicken coop that we had to live in like in Germany when the house got bombed. She got a fridge, a gas stove, and the kitchen all furnished with pots and pans and dishes. People from the church came the first evening with boxes of groceries. We got our own bedrooms and a bathroom upstairs off the living room. Some of the people spoke Pennsylvania Dutch, so it was quite easy for us to understand them. We children learned the English without problems. Joanne, the daughter to Lindners, was just three weeks older than I, so I had a friend right away. And then she writes, Yes, so much to be thankful for on this Remembrance Day. Thank you, Lord, for leading my parents to a better life for us children and, of course, for them also. Oh, I love this letter from your mom. Isn't that lovely? It's just another way I can treasure her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you've got something. I do, and this is quite a treasure, too. Yes. Um, it is a letter that I received from my British pen pal, Joseph. Ooh. I'm just going to... Delight you with a part of it. He writes, Last week I quit my job I've had for 17 months and gave back my Jeep. 
my dad and I are not on talking terms. <laughs> this week, I'm going down to the American Embassy in London, and I'm tempted to apply for a one-year visa to America, land of hope and glory. <laughs> so he goes on and on, but this is how he signs it. Love your future husband, Joe. Oh, my. And then a little arrow that says, I know that scared you. That's still scaring me. Right? So have you heard from Joe in the last few years? Um, No. 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 That ended many years ago when he sent me a picture of himself wearing a white Speedo. Goodbye. Okay. Well, okay, moving right along then. Uh, I taught grade three for three years, which is the best year ever to be loved up by students. Mm -hmm. I got handwritten notes pretty much every single day. Love letters. And I will say, I have saved every single note any of my students have ever written me. Here are just a few adorable ones. Okay, this one says, Happy birthday, Ms. Leah. Hope you have a good day and be yourself. Nobody that's not you. Do you hear me? And then she writes, You are the movie star of 3R. Love, Hannah. <laughs> yeah, be you, Leah. Be you. Oh, I am. <laughs> Lovely, right? So cute. Okay, I have one more here. Let's see. Let's hear it. This one is from Lillian. She writes, Dear Ms. Leah, you are definitely the best grade three teacher in the world. Ugh. Apologies to all other grade three teachers. Uh, let's see. You are super awesome and funny. I am super happy that you are my teacher. I love you with a heart for the O. Mm. Um, always and forever. Your admirer. Lillian C. Oh, Lillian. Those are adorable. Right? I'm not getting notes like that as a middle school teacher. Oh, no, you are not. Or as the parent of a middle schooler. (laughs) Uh, No. No, no, no. I did find stacks and stacks of letters from my mother. And I have this adorable card over here. It's a teddy bear holding one single tulip. Cuteness. Mm Mm-hmm. And as I was reading through it, I was struck by how things change or maybe how you didn't realize things were happening while you were living your life and how things stay the same. Okay. So were you in college at the time or? I think I was living in Seattle and my parents were living in Wisconsin. Okay. So this is what my mother writes. Went to buy Cindy the guinea pig food and locked the keys in the car. Dad had to come and get us. That same day, I almost rode down Main Street going against the traffic. (laughs) Mark had to yell at me to bring me to my senses. So that's the part where it's like some things will never change. My mom could do all those things again today. Uh But this is the part I didn't remember. Um, Mark and I went to Pete's basketball game. He made three baskets and got his team off to a good start. I was one of those screaming mothers cheering him on. Now he's after dad to get him $100 tennis shoes. Oh. I had no idea my little brother played basketball. Really? None. Wow. Wow. Yeah, goes to show, right? Letters goes are to powerful. Show. You know, and I was I've... living my Seattle life and, you yeah. know. Things carried on. Life Things carried, carried on. on. Well, that just affirms that I love your mother. <laughs> 
Okay. Well, here's a portion of a letter from a former administrator of mine. She writes, I won't read the whole thing, but it's quite effusive. Dear Leah, your spark as a lifelong learner is contagious, and I'm so appreciative of your willingness to share, lead, and model so many rich aspects of your pedagogy oh, with colleagues. Teacher pedagogy. talk. Teacher talk. Okay, but this is the part that I love, and, and this is very meaningful. I don't want to make fun of it because it's lovely. But she writes, your classroom is a palace to the mind for your students. Hmm. A palace of learning. Leah, you're a master teacher. (laughs) Well, I try. What I want to say, though, is if you are a boss, you should write letters of appreciation more often. That just touched my heart. And receiving a letter from your own kid? The best. Yeah, yeah. I have a laminated letter from my my Lulu that she wrote when she was in first grade. Okay, and now she's going into fifth. She's going into fifth. She's a big girl. Yeah. In my opinion, my mom is the best at teaching. I think she is great, G-R-A-E-T, mm-hmm. because she colors with me. I know she is fashionable because she wears really cute clothes. Mm-hmm. As you can see, my mom is the bomb. The bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Which I've never heard Lulu say in my life, but, you know, here it is. Treasured and laminated. Yep. Oh, that's delightful. Okay. Well, it's time for the Chit Chat Challenge. (laughs) Hey, Leah, let's take a second right now and talk about what's been going on at the coop. Oh, the coop is just a clockin'. So much going on. It's on fire. So cool. (laughs) Sharon started us all off with her Grandma Strange's recipe for scones. Do you mean scones? No, I mean scones. I guess it depends where you come from. (laughs) I do not know of these scones you speak. Well, what I can say is it has been the most gratifying week of my life. <laughs> that's, maybe that's going too far, but what a wonderful week to see all of these grandma comments and photos and, and recipes. recipes. Oh, my heart is just so happy right now. So Grandma Strange's scones, mm-hmm. scones, scones, exciting. I'm going to get my Emily to make some of those for the family. And then you're going to invite me over for a coffee and... Some scones. Yes, whatever we want to call them, we're going we're gonna to eat them. And I love it that so many friends from our past, our, our present, not our future, but <laughs> the, they're coming together. And your friends and my friends. And, and my uncle. Oh, your uncle Paul. He's the best. He's everyone's uncle. Oh, this is, uh, and my cousins, how involved they were in the grandma uh, discussion. They didn't know that my grandma Rempel loved Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> That was maybe something private. Grandma Rempel and I got to share together. But I love how involved my cousins are, too. Jolene posted about canning peaches. Oh, those were just beautiful jars of sunshine, those peaches. Right? And then Carla and those cabbage rolls and how her grandma licked the plate after she made them for her grandmother. Beautiful. Wow. Look at the, and she gave us step-by-step pictures on the coop of making cabbage rolls. And Leah, I have a cabbage upstairs. Well, (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm staying for dinner. Staying for dinner. I'm going to follow those directions. Oh, the best. Yes. Well, I could get into some cabbage rolls. Let's see. What else did people say? Donna had a beautiful, some lovely comment and photo of her grandmother, mm. her maternal German grandma, Emma Hawk Lake. And the crocheting, how she learned how to crochet tea cozies and these lovely cookies. Look at what those were they cookies. called again? There was a name she had for them. Crunchy Crisp Cookies. Oh. The best. And then again, her grandmother's writing, the handwritten recipes. So many handwritten recipes. Beautiful. See. Oh, there's my grandma. Oh, there she is, Grandma Edie, looking so happy. Tell us about the second photo, summer of 1936. So during the summer, um, this was during the Depression, and she would have to go up into northern Wisconsin. I'm not remembering where, but her job was to clean cottages all week okay okay so that is her and her cottage cleaning friend and they are managing to smile their way through it yeah adorable it was hard work wonderful Mm -hmm. though there was a big discussion about farmer sausage and what it was the uh and farmer sausage is super delicious so if you've not had it before you might need to come on up to mennonite country in canada and sample some well i'm kind of afraid to um try your borscht Leia, after reading about the the slugs. Jolene's grubs. Oh, the grubs. The, oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> they found in, in her sorrel, she was oh. cooking up the soup, and, and one of her daughters found it when they were eating the soup. Oh, her daughter oh. is never going to, like, look at that weed soup again. Oh, Greener borscht. That's oh. sad. And look at that picture of my grandma Rempel holding the oh, watermelon. Oh, she kicked it all off. Yep. She sure did. That watermelon. She just looks like she could just huck that watermelon. And talk about working out your arms, yes. right? She's working out her look arms. Look at her arms. They look amazing. Mm-hmm. I just need some watermelons to toss around. The best. Well, thank you all so much for sharing your stories, your recipes, your photos. Keep it coming because this is delightful. Uh, I'm inspired for my daughter to do some baking. <laughs> we have a new oh. stove. <laughs> you going to do any canning this week, Edie? Um, I do have a canner, but um, no, <laughs> I'm not going to be doing any canning. <laughs> oh, I wanted to mention uh, there was a discussion happening yesterday evening between my friend Maya, who comes from Iceland originally. She's Canadian. Um, my friend Aisha, Sri Lankan, And then Sharon got involved in the conversation, as did Pearl. Uh, Who else? Just talking about Aisha's uh, butter cake, tea cake. Mm. And it was, was, I just couldn't believe. People from all over the world, from uh, points when I was a young girl to my career now, uh, your friends, who are now my friends, all coming together to have a discussion. And my friends are your friends, and your friends are my friends. <laughs> the more we get together, the happier we'll be. This week's Uber challenge is to write 30 notes, cards, or letters in 30 days. Mm. Imagine sending 30 bursts of joy and love into mailboxes around the world. Now I know people will be asking... Do I have to write 30 cards? That's a lot. That's a whole lot. But do what you can and what you want. Just write some notes, post-its, emails, anything. But let people know you care. Find a way, any way, to keep in touch. And do it often. Egg.
Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can find all of our contact information in the show notes. And meantime, we'd love to read you a review from iTunes that we received this week. Loved the podcast. Felt like I was hanging out with some good friends. The 10-year-old self-challenge gave me the opportunity to connect with an old friend. And I pulled out my gratitude journal and started using it again. Can't wait to hear more. Oh, Sandy, I love that beyond words. We really hope you are all loving Chit Chat Chicks. And if you are, please share the link with your Chit Chat Chicks and Roosters. Join us next week when we talk about success partnering and how it can make all the difference. Yep. Look, I mean, just look at us. Just look at us. <laughs> oh, thanks again to our production team of one, my talented daughter, Charlotte. Oh, oh, not quite one. Also to Edie Sunlen for helping us press record every single time. Why can't we get the darn thing to record without help? <laughs> Who knows? But thank goodness for our techie teens. Ain't that the truth? Look for us next Tuesday. Cluck, cluck. <laughs> <laughs>